Dexter Stucky presents Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. Super excited to be here today, and I'm super excited for my guest today. Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have in the building with me today, Miss Delilah D. That's me. Delilah is a content experience curator. She's a promotions director at iHeartMedia, and she's the owner of both Delilah & Co. and Hermana's and hustle. And hustle, yes. And it's so funny because every time I say Hermanas and Hustles, like when I first read it, I'm like, who is Herman? Her- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, first of all, <laughs> like, yes, Hermanas and Hustle. Uh, welcome to the show, Delilah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Now, the first question I have right off the bat is what exactly is a content experience curator? So what I do with Delilah & Company, what we do is we produce content and events, and the whole mission behind it is to, you know, our our main our, our target demo is, like, inspiring people, especially specifically people of color, mm-hmm. to transition down from dreamers into doers. So all the content we put on, all those uh, events we create, it's all experiential in the sense that we want people to understand they can do anything they set their minds to. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we kind of started off with content, and I just, like, basically just started doing events, like, within, like, the last years, especially, like, okay. Back to back. <laughs> now, I start every show off with a personal story of how I know the person or how I connected with the person. <laughs> I have two for you. So the first one, the personal story that comes to mind is, hey there, Delilah, what's, what's it like, like in, in New York City? Oh, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> like, that comes to mind. Like, every time I see your name, when I get an email from you, like, that's what comes to mind for me, that song. But then also... This is so crazy to me because your brand is so strong on social media mm-hmm. that, like, Delilah and I now work together. She does a million things outside of the building <laughs> as well, but we work together, too. She's new to the company that I'm with, which is iHeartMedia. So I found out that you were working here through social media. That's so funny. Which is crazy because it was, like, before even, like, a lot of people here, like, knew, knew like, it was, like, a post, like, oh, you know, I just started my new position, so forth yeah. and so on. And then, like... I saw it on a friend's page who lives in D.C. And it's just like... Wait, this, what? Who? Yes, like I saw people... They were saying congratulations to you. They are like, oh, congratulations. She just got this new job or whatever. Oh and I'm like... God. What? Yeah, my following is... Oh, my God. My tribe goes so hard for me. I and, appreciate them so much. And I'm much. like, wait. No. Like, this is my <laughs> job. Like, so then I click it. And there's so many people that I know that are already connected with you on social yeah. media. I'm like... I know this person from here and this person from there, and it's all over, like, not just Philadelphia, but Mm -hmm. D.C., and I know people in California. Like, they're all, like, connected with you already. And I'm like, I got to see who this girl is. (laughs) Like, Like, who does y'all? Like, like, she's coming in about to come into my office? Yes, and then I'm so, like, as I'm, like, stalking the page or whatever, I'm like, this is really impressive. Like, your your work is, is truly impressive, and I'm like, we were talking a little bit behind the scenes, and you've been, like, in a sense, hustling, mm-hmm. like, since high school, you said. Since before high school. My mom put me to work as soon as I turned 14. You know the little summer jobs, 14 and 18? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, ever since then, I've always knew that I wanted to work, just do stuff on my own. I always knew I, w- I was, like, put onto this earth to kind of curate. Mm-hmm. And I've always, I've always had... This crazy mind that I, especially this mindset, that I can do anything I set my mind to. And it's, I mean, it did fall off for a while, but then, uh, I mean, this could be like a whole backstory, but 
Uh, my ex did kind of, like my ex from college. He put me back on that track, like un- making me understand, like you know, again, that I can do anything I set my mind to. Yeah. But I've always knew, like I, I had, like I had the entrepreneur mindset. I had, like you know, I wanted to do my own thing, and I just like I wanted to do more. Like I didn't want it to be like, yes, I just work. I wanted to like love what I do. I didn't want to live for a paycheck. I want to add value to the world. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing is current. It has like a domino effect after it. After it. So like I want it, even if it's something as simple as when people have when once they you know they have their interaction with me like they feel better. They feel like you know it's like it was just like mm-hmm. your energy mm-hmm. is just like is lifted somehow some way shape or form because then that happens that a domino effect after that too because then the next person they talk to like because I wasn't the one to give them an attitude or anything yep. they may be nicer and then you know it just goes on after that. <laughs> so when it comes to like you were in college yes what were you studying. So I went to school for international media studies, mm-hmm. and I was in college of comm. I went to Penn State, but I did drop out of um, college because I was not doing so well. And it was I was going through like a, I mean I, I spoke about this before, and I hate to sound repetitive, but everyone knows me. Um, I, I mean I spoke highly about this story because I used to hide it. I used to hide it before, but I was going through like a really bad time in my life. I was going through a really dark period, and um, I was just. I was dealing with a lot. Okay. And then when I dropped out, it was actually at the same time, too, that, like, I had came up with the idea for Delilah and Company. So I was just, like, you know, I had, like, I left school. I went to New York. I just started, like, building my network and stuff there. I was, like, living on my friend's couch. <laughs> I really had no idea, no go. I just knew, like, I had this vision for, like, this company I wanted to create that's mm-hmm. just, like, that's solely dedicated to inspiring people. You know, we've had, like, so many different platforms where, yeah, there may be a human interest story here and there but like there mm-hmm. wasn't one main outlet where all the story all the content is like you know created to like and you know to want people to do more with their lives yeah. so um yeah that's how i kind of i got my stuff okay i liked it though like i, I went to penn state as well for yeah for oh yeah, yeah yeah we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this so so this is why we click so well because we both went to penn state <laughs> we are, we are. <laughs> okay. i got mad temple made friends and i'm pretty sure they're gonna be like listening to this like bye girl <laughs> It's funny because, like, I talk about Penn State so much, but I went to Lincoln University for undergrad, and people were like, you do know, like, this is home. Like, Lincoln is first. (laughs) Now, with your your company, Delilah & Co., Yes. so you started, like, after you finished college. What year was this? No, I I was in college when I started. Oh, when you started. Okay. What year was that? This was it. Okay, I came up with the idea in 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I played around. That's when I started playing around with logos and stuff. My my friend... um, that he was the one that created my my logo. Shout out to him, and it's still the same logo I use to this day. And um, in 2013 was like when I officially launched it. Okay, we had the website launched in February 2013. And, like, our first interview, which was where these um, fashion eyewear designers, Coco and Breezy, mm-hmm. that was released in April. And then, um, yeah, it just went on from there. <laughs> now, I do, when I do this show, like, the goal of it is really, like, to teach people and show people who are maybe, like, not sure where they want to go yes. with their career or maybe, like, in a transition period for their career or even, like, high school students or college students that are like, I want to figure out what I want to do. Uh-huh. So, like, I think your story fits so perfectly with this. <laughs> and, like, I just want to, I want people to listen to it to really know more about, like, exactly what your story is. So you you finished um, college, you started yeah. the company, and then where did where did it go from there? Well, I and you dropped it, out. I went to. I actually just graduated college recently. Um, in December really? 2017. Congratulations! I went back. Thank you. Um, even though I knew again, like I wanted to do my own thing. This was this was more of a personal goal for mine because mm-hmm. I was 
I'm the well now I'm the first person in my family to graduate from college. Wow. So you know people they go to school to get degrees so they can get nice jobs and all that fun stuff. So like to me it was it wasn't even about that. To me it was just like I needed to break that generational curse of mm-hmm. like I mean there's so many people in my family that started college but you know they didn't I mean there's they're still doing great things with yeah, their yeah, lives yeah. but it was just like my own personal goal that I wanted to do. So And you didn't have um, to cuz you I didn't were already have doing to, your own business. Cuz I already knew. Yeah, I already know like what I wanted to do. So it was just something for me, it was something for my grandparents. I wanted my grandparents to experience a, gra- a college graduation cuz they did come to this country, you know, my grandfather came over here from Peru and he just this was, you know, I mean, even though like, the way the world is right now, the whole quote unquote American dream is completely mm-hmm. different now compared to like, you know, some 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. But I know my grandfather's still old fashioned in some way, even though he, I know he's always proud of me. He yeah. loves that I'm happy. I love what I'm doing. But I this was still something that I wanted to be able to give to my grandparents before because, yeah. you know, they're not getting any younger. So, um, you know, I did it for myself and I did it for them. So just like. <laughs> I, I, no, I love that. I, I do. I love that because like. We talk a lot about, you know, the importance of going to school and everything. And I love that you you started off and you were like, you know, I dropped out of college. And I know a lot of people who were here this potentially are in that same space Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm going to drop out and I'll just figure it out. And that's basically what you did. But you had a vision. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about the importance of having a vision? Because even when you were couch surfing in New York City, like you had some type of like thought process that you want to do something with yourself. Yeah. I always knew um, I just want to become the best version of myself, Mm -hmm. the greatest version. And it's just like, you know, that's in everything that I do. That's just like me as a human, me as what I put in, you know, what I put into my my projects and stuff. I knew like with the whole thing with the Lion and Company, I knew what the ultimate end goal was. Like I was creating something that was going to be like this way bigger than me, this way bigger than me, just like my current time on earth. Like Mm -hmm. I knew that like what I wanted to do was something that's going to genuinely impact my community, like my culture. And it's just like, you know, be that representation because I feel like and even still there's not like a huge representation of Latinas in the media especially yeah. at that time like it's starting to grow now yes but at that time I felt like there wasn't anything like that and you know I just felt like I wanted to start my own thing um so yeah so I just I, I just I, I've always had like you know this 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 desire inside of me again to become the best version of myself and like my vision was just always like just be great just mm-hmm. you know just do what you have to do and you know I, I've I've experienced a lot of failures and um, even though before I used to always, oh, I always used to be like shy to speak about them, but I'm no longer because you know what? Like my failures are like a huge part of my testimony. Like my failures, the fact that I was able to overcome every single obstacle that was thrown my way, and you know my mindset because of that, and the fact that I'm still here, the fact that I'm still pushing forward, like it's just my mindset is just crazy right now. Like I just when you feel like you are literally like again, you can do anything you set your mind to. There's nothing that can stop you back. It may not happen right now. Mm-hmm. It may not happen a week from now, but I know. I can make things happen so it's just like you know just my grit and like my my persistence and wanting to get stuff done is just it's what keeps me moving and um yeah like my vision again is just uh my vision my overall vision is just to create something that lasts way beyond my time here on earth so it's not like just doing cool stuff right now but it's something that again I speak highly about like what I do right now is my future descendants to benefit the descendants to benefit off of 
So that's how I move right now. All right, guys, we're 10 minutes into the interview. I think we're done. I think we covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, like, I, 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 I always try to do this thing where I'm like, you know, I'm just getting as much information out of people as possible because I really do think that there's so much value in conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more people hear your story, the more people who see what you're doing, mm-hmm. what you're doing, like they can do it too. And yes. like you saying like as a person, again, I think this is so important as a person who at one point dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. To hear somebody to say, like, you know, I dropped out of college. It wasn't for me at that time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do something else. And you pushed yourself. I think a lot of people who hear that, they not only do people hear that and they should be like, oh, yeah, let me try this. Mm-hmm. People need to hear that. People need to hear the quote unquote failures and people yes. pick themselves back up. And that's something that you did. I mean, that's something I'm very big on is especially because the thing is we live in this social media era right now that everyone wants to just share their highlights. You know, I'm living my best life. You know, look at me. Here's my money. Here's Mm -hmm. my nice clothes. Here's all my accomplishments and stuff. But that like that's not life. That's fake. That's painting a bad picture. So what I had to learn, too, especially with my target demo is like my whole thing is is. Again, everything I do is for, like, you know, the, like, people of color. And especially, like, you know, specifically people from inner city neighborhoods. Mm Because, you know, that's where I grew up in. And, you know, if you are painting this false vision that, like, you know, everything is great. All these amazing things are happening to me. And they're going to just be like, oh, that's just great. It's happening to them. But something like that can happen to me. More people need to not be afraid to share their stories of struggle. Especially people who are successful right now. Because when you share those stories, Mm -hmm. you let people know, like, damn, they started off worse than me. And if they can do it, then I can do it, too. Yeah. So like you know, you just like have to be more honest, and that's a that's a that's been a big way I've been able to build my following, and just like not just a following, but an engaged following as well, because they've been there, they've seen me transition, they've seen my journey, especially those that's been following me since the beginning. Yeah. They've seen when I was you know in New York, when I was dead broke, when I was you know moved back to Philly, you know living with my mom, and just like and you know they see me cry, like I've cried on Instagram stories, like yo I'm going through this right now, like right, I'm right. so open to sharing that because it's just like I just feel like that's that's like that's the real thing people need to see more of that and it's just like you know people can relate and a lot of people that's why like you know my DMs are always being blown up or my emails and stuff like Delilah you inspire me because of this you know know, you're pushing me forward because of that or you know I decided to go after this or go after that like people need to understand they just need to believe in themselves but like again if they feel and it's unfortunate, but, like, you know, it may just be, like, again, like they just think, oh, that's, that can happen for them, but that's not my life. That's not in my cards. But it's just, like, no, you can change the narrative of your story. Right. You can change, like, like whatever whatever cards are doubts mm-hmm. to you, you can, like, you know, play them a different way. So it's just, like, you have to use it to your advantage. But, again, it all starts with your mind. Everything starts with your mind, your perspective of life, your perspective of your house, your perspective of dealing with what you have in front of you. Yep. That's all. Yep. That's all. Like, it starts with you. Now, when did you catch like your your big break? So like, because everybody does this certain <laughs> things where they're like, there's there's like somebody could listen to this right now, and like the same people who were saying that like, you know, like this could happen for you too. Like that yeah. person might have started a podcast, yeah. might have started a blog, might have started you know like trying to do like an event, you yes. know, or something like that. But like they're not seeing like a like a like a payoff. Yeah. When did you see your payoff? So you started in 2012. I'm, I'm like I'm still seeing it. Okay. It's just I. There, I mean, there's a lot of people that will probably be Delilah, you did this, you did that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you covered the BET Awards or you did something with Google for Entrepreneurs. You held a startup weekend or you did like there's a I guess because I'm just like not exactly where I envision myself to be just yet. Right. So I, I feel like I, I don't have my big break. But the thing is, I've had like a lot of like 
little breaks. Mm-hmm. I've had like a lot of accomplishments. So I don't know if I had my big break just yet. I thought I rolled up here in a Rose voice. <laughs> so there's still work to get done. <laughs> but so when it comes to like like iHeart, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people look on the thing and they're like, you know, you got to have X amount of years of experience mm-hmm. and you got to have this degree and this and so forth and so mm-hmm. on. And like, even for me, like it took me like five years, mm-hmm. you know, to finally get to the point that I'm in now. But with someone like you, mm-hmm. like you, you didn't do it the tr- traditional way. Mm-hmm. Like your experience came from your own work. This is so funny that you you say that because this is like after I got hired for this position and it's mm-hmm. something I like had to take and you know I was like celebrating my friends and um you know actually I got emotional so I mean something a lot of my friends would know like I'm such an emotional person like I cry already <laughs> little thing like oh my god you're so cute I'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> I am very in tune with my emotions I am not like ashamed to deny it but um yeah, so, like, even when I was thinking about the whole interview process, um, like, you know, Emily, who's my boss, I love her, she's amazing. Um, she, so, and I, I was thinking about, like, you know, so when I, I had to meet with a different promotions director, with, like, the VP, and, you know, share, like, my background. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that, like, when I really processed what happened, like, when I was accepted the position, mm-hmm. I uh, when I was given the position... Everything that I had to share with them was all experiences I created on my own. Right. So it's like, you know, and I, I was just like, the lot, you know what's funny is because before I, I would try to apply to positions like this, but I couldn't because I didn't have a degree. Okay. So it's like, you know, so even though I didn't have my degree, I, I was like, okay, so I need to create my own opportunities. But even though, like, you know, that's something that I did lack because I did, you know, of course I would love to work for a company like this, but unfortunately some there are requirements. Yeah. So with me not having a degree, that's, you know, I mean, I was always building, like, with the line and company. But, um, so, like, it's just so crazy that I was able to build, like, the blueprint to, like, what I was, what I'm going to be doing here with my own, like with my own, like with my own brand. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, it's just amazing how that happens. So like, yeah, you know, obviously I ended up getting my degree and stuff. So and then even with coming here, I'm like, okay, yeah, I have my degree, but I also have all this that I did on my own because I wasn't going to wait for an opportunity to come my way. I wasn't going to wait for a yes to come my way. I had to literally create my own opportunities. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and then it's just like. Um, when I was talking to my friends, I was like, oh, yeah, what type of questions did they ask you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what did you guys talk about? And everything I was talking about, I'm like, oh, my God. This is things I did on my own. Like, I this event this, yeah. I did with, like, HBO and whatever. I'm like, I did that with my me as a brand. This event I did, you know, I was talking, you know, I, I talked about, like, the concert I put together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I did that on my own. Like, so it's just, I mean, I mean, I've always worked with other brands, but it was all because of the Lion Company. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Like, I mean, like, one thing I always tell people, like, and it's so important to understand again if people say no to you that's fine what can you make sure you like you still have tools that you can utilize and use what you have in front of you to make things happen Mm -hmm. so i mean that's that's been a big thing with me impressive (laughs) (laughs) so you've worked with you mentioned some of them you work with big brands like google Mm -hmm. and bet Mm -hmm. and how did you come across those opportunities and yes. how do you make like we talked a little bit about this yesterday yes. and you and I did personally but like just so people other people can hear cuz i think it's great information how did you one find those opportunities and then mm-hmm. also how did you get yourself into these opportunities mm-hmm. cuz you know sometimes they're like oh well, you got to have co- you got to be in college in order for yes. me to to have to intern here or me to have a yeah. conversation with you how were you able to do that with these different companies so i mean each 
each company that I worked with it was something different for them. So mm-hmm. s- sometimes, like, you know, I would do influence work with them. Sometimes I was doing media work for Delilah and Company, and some was just, like, event creation. So, for instance, with the BET Awards, um, what I do is, like, Delilah and Company, we do, a take, we do a takeover for, like, BET Awards Weekend, which is a BET Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. And we, like, you know, we're given media credentials. So, like, you know, our whole, like, you know, our whole task is just to, like, you know, do a recap of like the events there so that's through the line and company that is i applied through like you know media credentials on the website mm-hmm. and because i'm already on their on their media list i always get notifications whenever you know it's time to, to sign up and um but like the my first time with what i have worked with bet and this is something that's really big especially with this industry mm-hmm. that is not really about what you know but it's about who you know yes. <laughs> so even with like the first um like my first experience with the bet awards weekend i was my girlfriend she was one of the like producers for for the red carpet mm-hmm. and she had me going as a red carpet escort so it was like you know working my way up so and it's so funny because i'm like okay yeah netsy i'm gonna do like media <laughs> stuff but then i ended up doing netsy i ended up getting media so it's, okay. it's just so crazy how that speaking happened. things to existence. Yeah, speaking things to existence. Not just speaking, but also working towards it too. I mean, because that's that's a big thing. A lot of people are like, yeah, just speaking into existence. I'm like, okay, what does that's that good. Mean? You can speak about it. You can speak about it, but what are you actually doing about yes. it? Yes. So you know, you can speak it all you want, but make sure you're also hustling as well to make those things you're speaking about coming true. But um, and in regards to, and it's funny, even with the me working with Google for entrepreneurs and tech stars, so I did a startup weekend. And it's funny, again, it was through someone had actually recommended me to the guy because there were so they did um, they did like a Latinas and tech startup weekend mm-hmm. in 10 cities across the across the country, including Puerto Rico. And they also hit Philadelphia. They couldn't find anyone that excuse me. They needed someone to be in charge of the Philadelphia, um, uh, the Philadelphia stop, yeah. and they didn't. They couldn't find anyone, so they would. So they were talking to a friend of mine who I went to college with, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, do you know anyone that's like of like there's a Latina um, descent um, that has like a strong following that can, you know that can bring people to this event, so on and so forth." So she just like sent me. She did the introduction, but it was funny because she sent me a touch much. She's like, "Hey, Delilah, um, I have this rep here from this company, and they're looking to bring this event here to Philadelphia. Like, you know, I, I, I." recommend you whatever so i'm like oh yeah just send him my email information this and company? it would be good yeah so <laughs> so the thing is it's funny i'm like oh here's my email um you know just shoot them shoot um tell them to shoot me a, a, an email with more information but i guess she worded it to them as if like i had already accepted mm-hmm. so when he sent me the email it's like yeah we're so excited to have you on board and blah blah, blah. i'm like what the heck did i just sign up for but it's not like but, but it's google you know yeah well it's... yeah google for entrepreneurs but i had work with the k4 center and tech stars which is like i mean like like the whole startup that was something new for me because I had no background in the startup industry at all or the tech industry so that was just like I didn't even know I was going to be able to pull that off. I mean, that's a whole other podcast for another day. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so that's how that happened. And even – and the same thing. So I had – over the summer, I partnered up with HBO, and we did this this huge roller skating party here at the at the River Ring. Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was it was, it was it was free. It was um, – you know, we had custom skates that, you know, people left with custom skates. Um, they had, It was like free open bar, free food. And the whole, um, the, whole pro, the whole point of it was just to promote the upcoming season of insecure and ballers mm-hmm. but um and again this like someone had pitched me in a meeting they were like oh we want to um we're going to bring in hbo latinos to be a part of this too do you know is there anyone in philadelphia that's there's latina or something and that has like a strong following following they can bring people in so again i got a test message from my friend and wow. they were like hey um you know i'm pitching you for this opportunity blah 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 he didn't tell me what it was and then he was like oh i just need you to sign an nda first and then um, you get more information i'm like nda like what what are we, what are we doing <laughs> 
And for those <laughs> and who, don't, saw... who don't know, an NDA is a non-disclosure. Yeah, so I was like, I couldn't say anything about it. But um, and then yeah, so that I found that was a huge thing with HBO. And I'm like, what? Again, they brought me in last minute, but then you know, I did what I did, and my online community always goes hard for me, and we were able to like mats out on general RCPs and waitlist RCPs. Wow. Like the yeah. event was crazy. And, and that's a big deal too. Working in this industry, I understand like how difficult sometimes yeah. it is to get people to come to events. Yeah. So the fact that you're able to do that specifically online, I think yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Um, you talked a little bit about not having experience in certain mm-hmm. things. And I know this is something that I have an issue with and I know other people do as well. Sometimes you'll see an opportunity for, and then you're like, if I got this, I would kill it. Like mm-hmm. I would do whatever I got to do to learn mm-hmm. what I have to learn and do what I have to do. How exactly did you go about that? Like, if, if something comes your way, like mm-hmm. the tech stuff, and you like, I've never done anything with this. Like, mm-hmm. and you, in this case, you were thrown into it. In this yeah. <laughs> how did you do that? Like, how did you manage that? Like, oh, Lord, lots of breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did not know um, how I was gonna be able to pull it off because, like, we have other people that's involved in the startup industry that had like three to four months to plan ahead for this. I literally had less than a month to pull together this entire event, um, which, you know, come up with the program, well, like, you know, the program and the ticket and the sponsors, everything, um, and like find the location and stuff, like in less than a month. Mind you, I've never even been to a startup a start weekend before, <laughs> so I had no idea what I was even putting together. Yeah. But Techstars are amazing. They have like, they have all the details you need. So I learned as I went, but it was just, that weekend was just freaking incredible. And like, when I tell you it ended up in tears, it ended up tears. So for those that don't know, a startup weekend, like what we do is you bring aspiring entrepreneurs, like anybody that's aspiring in tech in general, um, and you spend an entire weekend, 54 hours, we teach you everything how to build a business. Oh, wow. So we teach you from the start. You, you learn how to build a business from the start to the finish. And at the end, you pitch your business idea into different mentors. And you the, mentor, the mentors would be anyone from like, you know, VCs, like, you know, venture, of capitalists or just C-suite level people but it was, it was just a crazy it was a crazy inspiring weekend but anyway I had no idea what I was signing up for but you know there's been, there's been so many times before that I had no idea what the hell I was doing mm-hmm. and how I was going to get through it but I got through it Yeah. so I mean I feel like at this point I'm, I'm always open for the opportunity to learn and again as I said in the beginning everything is about perspective right. everything is about like you know your belief in yourself so it's just like we can be our biggest enemies and we can block our own blessings you know mm. people want to talk about haters whatever no one will block your blessings the way you will block your own blessings I, I can see that and that's Absolutely. something I've had to learn the hard way and there's so many missed out opportunities that I have missed out on like I'm you probably missed that I missed out I don't on know about opp- that <laughs> <laughs> no I'm telling you I could have just I could have been on some like A-list level stuff okay. right now I missed out on opportunities because because I felt like I wasn't prepared enough. Gotcha. So my thing is that's why I had to really change my mindset. And like for anyone that's out there that's like, you know, that wants to maybe apply for something or push himself towards whatever it is, but you just feel like you're not ready. Like, let me tell you, the worst, like, you know, you literally miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, mm-hmm. as cheesy as that sounds, but it's real. Yeah. And if you know, if you mess up on whatever it is, you learn. Yeah. Like you need yeah. to take that that mentality take the out yep. that, like, you know, oh, you're gonna lose or you're gonna mess up, whatever. Like, no. Like I say to over and over again like I don't ever lose in life like I either win or I learn I say that too so it's just I always like, tell people, I, I, always, I say I never lose I ne- I've never. never lost anything I okay. always say that like not at all so it's just like you know if I screwed up they're like damn like I screwed up but what did I get from this like yeah. you know I know how to make it better than that time so that's the only thing I mean I can just like advise the people just go for it you yeah. know don't block your blessing cause like what? okay if you mess up but like again okay what if you don't mm-hmm. so. what, what if you don't exactly <laughs> Now, you said earlier in the show that you don't 
think that you've hit like your your I made it moment. Like mm-hmm. you don't feel like you've hit that. So this part of the show I like to call like what's next. Mm-hmm. So like what's next for Delilah D? <sighs> There's a lot going okay. on in my life, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, you're you're um, new to iHeart, so that's yes, you know. yes. I'm new for I, I'm new to iHeart. I'm gonna acclimate it here. Mm-hmm. I really love it here. Um, just kind of wanna like you know just dominate my position here. What you have um, been? <laughs> and, and, and I was talking to a coworker earlier today, and I was like, like um, if you guys are in Philadelphia, Delilah works with Q102, mm-hmm. um, and, and 106.1, and 106.1. Yeah. And when I've seen specifically with Q102 lately, is that, like, it's so much more visible. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with you. Uh-huh. I really do. I really think that has a lot to do with, like, the work that you've been putting in. Yes. And oh, the connections God. that you have as well. <laughs> That's great. That's great to hear. But, yeah, I don't take lightly my position here. Because, um, I mean, if you look around the office, from my knowledge, I'm the only Latina here. Mm, probably. So um, that's something. So it's like, you know, and it's crazy. I said, and then also, like, I'm the youngest director here as well. So it's just it's it's not a position that I take lightly at all, mm-hmm. and I know I have to hold up for my culture. Yeah, and, um, and age too. Yeah, <laughs> and my age as well. Um, you know, again, I'm just trying to kill it in my twenties. But yeah, this is this is something that I'm 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 proud to be here, and it's just like you know at first again even when I started this and you like my first week I'm just like like just learning the process of mm-hmm. how everything is done. I'm like oh my god, am I gonna be able to do this? <laughs> like look, I'm but like, like you said, you learn I, as you go. Yeah, again, you learn as you go. But um, you know, I'm definitely thankful for the opportunity here. But I know what it means for me to be here, for me to be the representation for others, and you know, people in my community to let them know that they can come into positions like these. You know, mm-hmm. people, you like you don't have to like you know you can do it when you're young you can do it you know as a minority you can take over and it's crazy because my word for 2019 i've said it like i wrote it down in my journal and you know i I look at the word every single day it's infiltration and my thing is like i'm going to infiltrate every single space i walk into and dominate it (laughs) (laughs) do you just shiver (laughs) just a little bit i like (laughs) it no seriously because like legit like guys like her page like your instagram page your social media page is so yeah. inspiring to me i mean it's a little sexist cause it's right. always women but yeah. i'm just saying it's first very inspiring of all, first of all we live in a male-dominated society oh, okay <laughs> i'm not gonna apologize for wanting to uplift my woman but it's beautiful though yeah. like when i see it like i saw something that you did recently where you were like it was the harmonas and hustle yes. you did a photo shoot yes and you're like a, a girls come to a specific place and you guys all wear black and it was like when i saw it the community yeah. that you have with these people it's like it's beautiful thank you and you don't see that a lot with women. I really yeah. don't think that that you see that a lot. And it's like, it almost seems like everybody's accepted. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see it, it's like a diverse group of women. Yeah, we like have different it just ages, seems, yeah. different different backgrounds, different people in different fields. It's just like, look, it's just sisterhood. Like, and I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. But Hermana's and Hustle, what exactly is that? So Hermana is a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Hermana's and Hustle is just like sisters who hustle. So yeah. like you know, we're we're sisters who hustle together. Um, and the whole thing, the whole concept is just so. I have a. Again, like I talk about my tribe a lot. I love them so much. I have like followers from all around the country mm-hmm. and you know, and I do travel a lot. So like and even when I'm like traveling, I was like, Oh my god, you know, let's let's meet up for dinner, let's meet up for coffee yeah. or whatever. And then, you know, there's only one of me. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, there's not Amazon Prime doesn't sell any clone machines yet. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I'm always big on how I can maximize my time mm-hmm. and you know, maximize my time to maximize my impact. And, you know, so I just came up with this idea. It's just like, you know, we need, 
like why don't I just do like a pop-up photo shoot and I just feel like you know like the whole especially in, in my industry but I know this is felt all, all around especially within the minority like minority women we're taught to be competitive amongst one another mm-hmm. like we're taught like there can only be one head girl in charge or one person is shattering the glass ceilings they want to be the first they like no it's it's so it's so much more than that and yeah. the whole thing is to build like that sisterhood um you know regardless and you know especially men this is I mean this is a whole podcast for another day about how men are trash <laughs> or whatever how men are trash out. <laughs> no but you know men especially you know they do um they tear women apart a lot, unfortunately. So the whole thick concept behind it is just bringing women together and just, you know, building that sisterhood, that unity within one another. So now it's like whenever I go travel, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to do a pop-up photo shoot. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Hey, girls, this is the color theme for... I actually just started the whole color init- um, aspect of it. I liked it, it though. So it's just, it looks more clean. It looks more well put together. And so, yeah, like, okay, you know, so this theme's photo shoot is going to be green. So when I go to New York next month, Ashley is going to be green. And it's like, you know, so I'll come out green, though. No, um, what we did here in Philly was like black. So mm-hmm. everyone comes out in all black, and it's just yeah. And then we do activities. We do like a bonding uh, activity there, which is like uh, an affirmation. And some of the girls it, don't know each other. A it's lot just of them don't know each other. Right. Yeah, they just and come that's in. networking too. And yeah, so it's a way to build community with one another. And then everyone there, you know, like they're all required. Like I, I purposely keep it intimate. So like I cut off the RSVPs after after a certain number mm-hmm. because like I don't want it to be a big event. Because especially because I know like for, for instance like introverted people that me it's hard for them yeah. to come out to these type of events in the first place but even if they do come out they'll still sit in the corner too many people yeah and it's just like oh my god like okay yeah Not i'm here but i don't know it. how to yep. talk so my whole thing is to keep it intimate so i always try to keep it under 40 people because again i want to make sure like people are genuinely interacting with one another so like you know even with there like everyone they, like i push everyone like everyone has to go up and speak what do oh, you okay. do what is your hustle like you know like you know and then how can people follow you so the whole thing is like to build your following too and then it's just so crazy like the energy that's in that room and so you can this, see it on social media yeah. too. Like, you can tell, like, like on the outside looking in i've yeah. seen it and i'm just like oh, i want to go <laughs> <laughs> i want to I I be what, 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 what's the male version of hermana hermano hermano yeah. and hustle Amano, i'm a hermano i'm a hustling hermano <laughs> And you're actually doing a speaking engagement, actually, um, Memorial Day weekend. Yes, in Atlanta for BYOB retreat. I'm so excited for that. Um, yeah, like um, Andrew, he's put together. It. So this is the second uh, second inaugural. So he did the first one last year in D.C. He's doing the second one in Atlanta. He basically he brings together like over 2,000 creators from all around the mm-hmm. country. They're in one space. And, you know, there's multiple workshops. There's celebrity keynotes. And um, there's like a huge after party. But. He brings together, like, especially the top creatives. They do these, like, keynotes and, excuse me, and, you know, we just talk. I don't know what what I'm speaking about just yet, but he's like, you're speaking. And I'm like, okay. If I'm him and I know you, I'm like, I need to bring her in here. I don't know what it's going to be about, but you got to come in here. Yeah, so, I mean, we're we're lashing out all the details, but, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. I have one more question about the Hermana and Hustles. So, yes. like, is it specifically people who are trying to get in the influencer space, or is it any, no, okay, no, no. We, like, like teachers, doctors, yeah. anybody can come, okay. Anyone that just wants to build sisterhood. Okay. Because, you know, like, we need different, yeah, and that, see, it's like the whole, like, term influencer is just, it makes me want to, like, Okay. Um, well, you are. I, I know, I know, but it's just, I just feel like. You're more than that. It's just, yeah, because the term, like, influencer, if you think about influencer in social media, it's just, 
oh, here's my tea of the day or buy this tea for this discount. Look at me. And you don't do that. I don't. I don't see you doing that. No, I don't. Like, like brands have reached out to me to, like, you know, to promote their products mm-hmm. for discount. And I'm like, no, like, this has nothing to do with me. It has nothing with, like, what I'm trying to push. Like, it has nothing to do with my message. Like, so I'm very particular about which brands I work with and yeah. what they represent. But, um, yeah, so that's why we so that's that's the first thing we think of influencer. But mm-hmm. then like influencer is just that word is just so much more strong. It's just like, you know, just literally influencing the people. And I know I definitely do do that. For sure. So it's like, you know, with everything I push out and that's why like a lot of especially that I've been able to build these relationships, whether it's like with venues here in Philly or brands or up and coming brands or big brands, because there is always a rate of return with me because I've been able to build again, not just an audience, but an engaged audience yes. who genuinely support me in anything that I do, who ride for me, who like look, I put some together oh i know this is last minute i'm putting together event this next week we come and show out and yes, they come and, and they show come, yep. out so um that's beautiful though yeah you don't get that a lot <laughs> i mean there are people that you go to school with they don't even do that for you yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so that's great that you yeah. have that now although i have like so many more questions that i want to ask you like i just i could talk to you all day i really <laughs> could um i close out every show asking people to give me their puzzle piece so okay. i look at the world as like this blank canvas and we're all together and we're just dropping different gems on there different puzzle pieces mm-hmm. to like you know move the culture forward like mm-hmm. like benefit other people to just influence to help other people mm-hmm. what would your puzzle piece be what my puzzle? What's your puzzle piece? Puzzle. I have so You're many. I think, I think right now my puzzle piece would be we've all been provided with the strength to carry our weight. If I was yes. given like a quote, just because like I just live by that, and I've lived by that for like quite some time. Because I always just feel like whatever you're going through, like you can push through it to mm-hmm. get to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's your puzzle piece. <laughs> That's my puzzle piece. <laughs> <laughs> so we doing quotes over here. <laughs> so Any quotes or like or... quotes or like 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 a mantra that you go by, okay. like okay. a saying. My whole thing is just keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing forward, you know, no matter what the world throws at you, no matter what people may say or how you may think people perceive you, or it's just keep pushing forward. Yeah. So um, we're like similar. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, now, lastly, where can they find you on social media? And I'm I know not it, on it, social media. I'm sorry. No, you know, you know, <laughs> 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 You're like Delilah. Uh, I'm like, uh. <laughs> First of all, I just stalked your social media last Two days. night. <laughs> uh, my Instagram and Twitter. I'm more, I'm like more active on Instagram. I'm trying to get back on Twitter. I do go on Twitter daily to see what's trending mm-hmm. and then obviously to see. Because people just tweet the most craziest stuff. Like, Twitter keeps me laughing, but I don't, like, um, tweet that much. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely active on Instagram. It is I am Delilah D. I A M D E L I L A H D E E. And then your website, too. So my website is DelilahandCompany.com. And then all social handles for Delilah Company is also Delilah and Co. Guys, this is a great contact to have. It's a great person to, like, know. Like, she's super energetic, (laughs) super fun. You enjoy the page. Like, you will legit, like, enjoy watching this woman live her life Uh, truthfully i do i i personally think i'm annoying but no i love it i think i'm when i watch your stuff i feel like i'm so boring and i gotta step my game up because i just want to be exciting (laughs) like how you are like you're exciting on social media oh my god but i'm actually really not that excited Thank you, guys. Thank you again for coming, Delilah. No problem. Thank you, guys, once again for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. And scene. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show, subscribe to the show, review the show, repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. 
Industry Friends. Industry friends.